Welcome to another brand new episode of Value Nigeria with Ajibola, where we learn value investing as it relates to the Nigerian market. Thank you very much for listening to all the previous episodes. Thank you for the feedback we've gotten. Through your feedback, we've been able to improve on the quality of the podcast and to improve your listening enjoyment. Please keep the feedback coming. We appreciate it very much. In the last episode, we started the topic, the Ten Commandments of Wealth and of Living a Fulfilled Life. And we had gone through the first three of the Ten Principles or the first three of the Ten Commandments. Um, I'll just run through them. The first is that you should have a marketable skill. The second was that you should be committed to a lifestyle of improvement. And the third was that you should have a savings culture, having a savings culture. We'll be going further today by discussing the remaining seven commandments. Now, the number four is invest your savings, investing your savings. You've done the first three principles or you follow the first three principles. You now have a marketable skill. You've improved on your skill and your earning power. You've been able to save some money, keep some percentage aside, remembering that um, paying yourself first is the rule of the game. Now, what do you do with that amount that you've been able to save? And that's where this number four comes in, which is investing your savings. Now, what is an investment? An investment is you deferring present day consumption okay you've put some money aside you have the choice of spending that money today you could as well buy a brand new car rent another or rent another apartment move to somewhere bigger change your furniture change your wardrobe you can decide to do that rather than that you've decided to defer that spending today and then you channel that funds those money that you've saved even into an income-generating asset. Now, the reason you put your money into an income-generating asset is twofold. The first is that it generates an income for you, so you get an income even from this asset. And the second is that it preserves your capital, or that investment has the ability to preserve your capital. What are various examples of assets like this? The first is you could buy a house, in which case the income that you get from the house will be the rent that you collect from your tenants while the value of the house preserves your capital preserves that your savings your investments the next thing you could do is to buy a plot of land somewhere and the the income you generate from that plot of land you could decide to lease the land out to someone and then get some rent on that or you can keep the land for a while while it appreciates in price and then the difference between the capital you've put in and the new price will be your income while the land itself keeps its value and preserves the capital that you've put in. You can decide to buy shares in any publicly listed company and the income you earn will be the dividends that the company pays to you. You could also decide to buy bonds, maybe the federal government bond or a corporate bond 
in which case the coupons that the government or the corporate organization pays to you will be the income that it generates while it also preserves the value of your savings of your investment ab initio. Another aspect of investment that I don't want us to overlook will be investing in yourself in, in, in the form of getting an education, pursuing maybe a master's degree, getting a, a, a professional qualification. You might need to pay money to attend a course, but all those would improve yourself, help you to be more marketable and then increase your ability to command the pay in the marketplace. You could also decide to set up shop for yourself, set up your own business, invest in your own enterprise, and grow it. So that's number four. Invest your savings. Put it to use in an income-generating asset. The next and number five will be to leverage the power of compound interest. Compound interest is... A very powerful force. It's the quote is attributed to Albert Einstein that he said, "Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns compound interest, while he who doesn't understand it pays compound interest." Okay, you you need to understand compound interest and you need to make the most of it. So, how does compound interest work? Okay, you've done the first three principles. You've put some money aside, you've put it in an income-generating asset. Now, that asset is generating some income into your purse. What do you do with that income? You could as well, you know, decide to spend that income, but remember that we are people who defer present-day consumption. So, you defer spending that income today, put it back into the income-generating asset. That way, it generates a greater income for you tomorrow. Just as an example, um, say you have 10 Naira, you've invested it into an income-generating asset, it's generated 1 Naira for you, that's a 10% return, say in a year. You have the choice of spending that 1 Naira while keeping the 10 Naira in the income-generating asset. Compound interest simply means that you put that 1 Naira back into your capital. So your capital increases from 10 Naira to now become 11 Naira. So in the next year, if that asset retains its ability to generate a 10% return, rather than having 1 Naira next year, you are going to have 1 Naira 10 Kobo. So the income you've earned has increased due to the fact that you've increased your capital in that income generating asset. So leverage on compound interest. The earlier you start leveraging on compound interest, the better. Because it's, it's an exponential growth. It's not an arithmetic progression. It grows in leaps and bounds. Geometric progression indeed. The number six of these ten principles will be have big audacious goals but start small. Have big audacious goals but start small. We've talked about wealth being a state in which your passive income is enough to settle all your bills to pay all your bills to settle all your needs and literally you don't have to work for one minute for the rest of your life once you've attained that state of wealth to attain this state of wealth you need to recognize where you are presently recognize how much you earn recognize what your needs are at the minute now then you need to decide on what 
your your goals or what your dreams are what level do you wish to attain and what will be your expenses at that level how much would it cost you to live that kind of life that you've dreamed of and to maintain that lifestyle you need to know where you are going to what are your career goals what are your financial goals what are your family goals how do you intend to get there once you know where you are you know where you are going then the journey is half done okay by building your wealth you can gradually get to that destination point i'll encourage you to calculate how much it would how much you will need even to maintain that lifestyle that you've always dreamed of that you've always wished for how much would it cost you to maintain that lifestyle and then once you know that amount then determine how much capital you will need that will generate a passive income that will match that amount and then you can gradually build from there okay have big audacious goals for yourself for your career for your life for your finances and then pursue them vigorously number 7 in our 10 commandments would be live a life of integrity have a big dose of integrity what is integrity to start with in the book seven habits of highly effective people written by stephen covey he made a very clear distinction between honesty and integrity as these two terms you know could be easily confused now honesty is you conforming your words to reality what that means is that reality has happened something has happened and then you are reporting that reality and you are making your words to agree with that reality let's take an example say maybe i dropped an egg and it got smashed it broke into pieces by being honest when i'm reporting that event i am saying an egg dropped out of my hand and it got broken on the floor anything i say that is different from that reality means i'm a dishonest person on the other hand a person is said to have integrity when they are able to conform reality to their words so in this instance the words go out first and then the person acts in a way that his words become reality if i tell you that i will be at your house by 4 pm tomorrow that word has gone out from my mouth now i need to act in a way that i would bring life to that reality that come what me no matter what life throws at me by 4 pm i would actually be in your house now why is it important that we have people with integrity people who say what they mean and do what they say whose words matter a lot to them and who keep their word why is it important that we have people in the world who have integrity the truth is that it's been said that money is neither good nor bad money takes on the character of whoever holds it in his hands so we don't want people who are dishonest we don't want people who lack integrity to be wealthy because they are just going to turn the world upside down they are going to be very dishonest in their dealings they are going to be they are not going to be reliable we want people to be reliable we want wealthy people to be reliable to say something and mean what they say do it just as they have said it the world would be a much better place if we had people with integrity in it number 8 is be a voracious learner be a voracious reader you need to realize that people have gone ahead of you people have done and achieved the same goals that you intend to achieve 
Now, it's better you learn from their experience. You learn from what they went through and how they overcame the challenges that they did. Learn from their successes. Learn from their mistakes. And you copy what has worked in their life. How do you do this? You do this by learning about their journey, reading books about them, read autobiographies about them. What books have they written? What articles have they written? Have they given any interviews in the newspaper? Read about it, learn from their experience. One of my role models, Monish Pabrai, that's the founder of um, Pabrai Investments and um, the founder of Dokshana Foundation. It's a foundation in India which promotes education. He said that be a shameless cloner. Clone what works. Bring it into your situation. Adapt it into your life and test it out and then use it. Number nine will be discipline. You need to be disciplined. I can't overemphasize this point. Discipline ties everything we've talked about together. Without discipline, you can't achieve any of all the things that we've talked about. Discipline just means that you stay in a course you staying faithful to your desired course of action, irrespective of whatever life throws at you. There will always be resistance. There will always be obstacles. Stay true to the course. Keep at it. Keep fighting. And you'll come out victorious. The number 10 and the last of these 10 principles is leave a legacy. Live for something that is bigger than yourself. We talked about wealth being you attaining a state where it's not all about you anymore. Your needs are met and then you think of others. You get to think of others. How can I improve my community? How can I improve my nation? Leave a legacy. Do something that future generations would remember and will thank you for. What problem or what challenge in your community do you want your life to solve? We've seen various foundations being set up by various people targeted at you know, solving specific problems in the world. People have taken up the challenge of eradicating polio from the world. People have taken up the challenge of developing vaccines and making these vaccines available to even to less developed countries for the COVID-19 pandemic that is presently ongoing. What question do you want your life to answer? And on that note, I'd like to gradually bring this episode of the podcast to a close uh, we'll just go over the 10 commandments one more time the first is that have a marketable skill the second is live a life of continuous improvement you know be committed to self-improvement the third is have a savings culture have a strong savings culture number four was invest your savings number five is leverage on compound interest. Number six is have big audacious goals, but learn to start small. Number seven is be a person full of integrity. Number eight is be a voracious learner, be a voracious reader. Number nine is be very disciplined. And number 10 is leave a legacy, live for something greater than yourself. I hope this episode has been informative and educative. Kindly leave a feedback. You can reach us on any of the social media platforms or through our email address. Just check the show notes of this episode and you'll find links to all of that there. Thank you very much for your feedback. I look forward to hearing from you. See you in the next episode. Bye.